0: Um, A woman was up the front in church sharing her testimony about how she became a Christian and my friend was listening to her, waiting for this woman to mention her name. I'm waiting, just waiting. And the woman didn't mention my friend's name and my friend was really put out. Why did she expect this woman to mention her? She expected to be mentioned because the woman became a Christian through her. And why did she want this woman to Mention her because for some of us, we all too often want to be the hero of the story, don't we? And that is one way we seek to gain praise from people. My friend was telling me about this because she realized how ridiculous she had been to think this. She was laughing about how stupid and foolish she had been in her sin. The story the church was hearing was the most important thing that had ever happened and could ever happen to this woman. They were hearing that God had saved her, that she was saved from you know, eternal hell to eternal life. This story was all about God, God's work in this woman's life. And my friend, she wanted to make it about herself instead. She wanted the story told in such a way that made her look good, that she get praise from people. She wanted people to come up to her after church and basically say how great she was But when they did, she would say, oh, no, you know, it's all God's work, not me. (laughs) Now, my friend, who will remain nameless, is not alone, is she? In fact, the only reason why my friend told me that story is that she knew that I would struggle in that same scenario. Do struggle. Many of us love praise from people. And sometimes it takes a situation like that where someone is sharing their conversion and we get miffed because we don't get mentioned, for us to see how crazy and ugly our sin is. Lionel has just exhorted us from Romans 2 that our praise primarily is not to be from people but from God, to care about what God cares about most of all and to devote ourselves to it. Praise from God is what matters. But there are many ways we seek to get praise from people, isn't there? One way I do it, and maybe some of you do it also, is like my friend, seeking to make myself the hero of the story. And so I want us to spend a few minutes now thinking about being the hero of the story. And it's one of those things, isn't it, that when we see other people doing it, we can think, you know, he's still 15, or, you know, um, (laughs) we can think it's ugly, it's ridiculous, but we still love putting that cape back on, and being the hero. There are lots of ways we can make ourselves the hero in conversations, but what are just three? Three ways we make ourselves the hero. First of all, we add details into conversations that really don't need to be there to supposedly make us look good. Basically, it makes the conversation about us. Secondly, another way we make ourselves the hero is that we talk about other people's sins, but we rarely mention our own. And thirdly, we talk ourselves down, but only because we want someone to disagree with us. So we might say, I'm so greedy. And we want the other person to say, no, you're not greedy. You know, you're one of the most generous people I know. And when they do, we're glad. We've manipulated the dialogue. But sometimes it backfires, doesn't it? Because sometimes they don't say anything at all. (laughs) And worse still... Sometimes they say, I'm glad you see that, that you're greedy. (laughs) Because, yes, I think you've got a real issue with greed. And then we can get annoyed at them, can't we? And we think inside, yeah, but I'm not as greedy as you. (laughs) So there are three ways we can make ourselves a hero or want to be the hero. What are three warnings to remember when we make ourselves the hero? First of all, being the hero is not living in reality, is it? As one person said, it's like dressing up in a different character. You're not being yourself. So you can never relax and it places enormous stress on you and there's no guarantee, is there, that the other person will think well of you. They might just think that you're making the conversation all about yourself or they might say, yes, you know, you are greedy. Secondly, being the hero feeds pride. Therefore, it ignores other people doesn't love or serve them and ultimately it diminishes Jesus and his work in our lives and in the lives of others. Thirdly, being the hero leads easily to lying about situations, you know, it inflates the truth and just, you know, straight out lies. So what are three truths for us to remember for our, you know, for our consideration and for our comfort when we're wrestling with being heroes? First of all, we have an audience of one, as Lionel um, so clearly just preached to us, God. Focus on having an audience of one, seeking his praise, not praise from people. Focus on having an audience of one by talking to God about wanting to live with an audience of one. Turn to God first in prayer when you struggle with being the hero and know that he hears you. Secondly, having an audience of one brings great contentment not fear. Having an audience of one brings contentment and not fear because what pleases God never changes, does it? And what pleases God is also not hidden. So we don't have to guess what pleases him. We know what pleases him and there's a real security in that. So that's a great encouragement and comfort to not having to be worried about being the hero. And then thirdly and finally, Jesus is our hero. We don't um, Need to be the hero. Jesus, you know, He has our back. We're in Christ. Um, He knows us. We're His children. We can call God Father. God loves us. So we don't need to prove anything. You know, Superman, you know, Wonder Woman, they're all fictional, aren't they? Um, But Jesus, as the song says, He's no fairy tale. Jesus is our hero, and because He is, we have an audience of one God whom we call Father. As Lionel has exhorted us from Romans 2, let's strive for praise in the right place, first and foremost from our Heavenly Father. Praise not from people, but from God. Thanks, Dan.